Thanks for downloading this podcast from the Texas Radio Theater Company. If you want to find out more, please visit texasradiotheater.com or txradiotc.blogspot.com. Hi, and welcome to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. I'm Rich Froelich, your host. And this week, people have asked, since we're Texas Radio Theater, do we ever do westerns? Well, your answer is right after this. We now present a story from the American journalist, poet, novelist, and short story writer, Stephen Crane. Crane was born on November 1st, 1871 in Newark, New Jersey, the youngest son of 14 children. He demonstrated an early interest in literature and published his first sketch at the age of 19 in a school magazine. He attended a series of colleges, but was never more than an indifferent student and finally quit for good in 1891 to work as a journalist. In 1893, Crane began writing The Red Badge of Courage, a story of the American Civil War. The book was published two years later and became a bestseller, bringing its author international fame. In 1895, Crane toured the American West and Mexico as a special correspondent for the Bachelor Johnson Syndicate. He gathered material for several of his finest stories, including The Blue Hotel and the story we're about to hear, the Bride Comes to Yellow Sky. Stephen Crane died of tuberculosis on June 5th, 1900. He was only 28 years old. But now let's get on with our story. That whistle belongs to the train making its way across the great state of Texas in the last years of the 19th century. And on that train... But wait. Our story really starts six months earlier in Luke Grevy's Emporium in the town of Yellow Sky and with a man named... Scratchy Wilson. That's how Waco Jack would have did it. Just pull that six gun out and let fly. Just point the gun. Don't take no time to aim. Now the Laramie kid, why, he was a whole different story. Scratchy, don't you think it's about time for you to head on home? What? Well, it's getting late, and I was hoping to close up. Ain't you interested in this, Gravy? Well, Scratchy, I ain't Don't you want to learn nothing? Scratchy, since you come in here, you shot every bottle of liniment on the shelf, plus two sacks of flour and three kerosene lamps. I got a barrel of salt pork, and ain't never going to be the same again, neither. And you're on your second jug of whiskey, and you add up every juju bean in the place. I can't afford to learn no more. Can't you go and educate? someone else for a while? Well, Grievy, if I didn't know better, I'd think you was trying to insult me. You ain't trying to do that, are you, Grievy? Oh, well, I know, Scratchy, of course not. I was only just... Because if I thought you was insulting me, it'd get me awful riled. I might forget what good friends we was. You wouldn't want me to do that, would you? No, no, Scratchy, I sure wouldn't want that. That's what I thought. I'm talking about my life here. Me and Waco Jack rode together. Nobody else in this town can say that. Nobody else can tell you what I'm telling. Understand? Yes, sir, Scratch. I do. I understand. Now, good. Give me another jug of that sipping whiskey. This one's empty. Oh, no, Scratchy, now I ain't got but one left. Well, hand it over. What kind of store is this, anyhow? Here. That's better. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah, Laramie Kid. Well, the kid, he always said you gotta take aim. Gotta pick your target and take that extra second to aim true. Here, I'll show you. 
Uh, how about that can up there with the pink label? No, Strangey, no. I'd order them peaches special for the mayor. The mayor, huh? That's for the mayor. Scratchy <laughs> Wilson? What's that? Scratchy Wilson, come on out here. Somebody out in the street. It's Marshal Potter. Potter, huh? Wonder what he wants. He wants you. Wilson? Well, I best see what he's after. Thunderation! I dropped my jug. Dang that, Potter. What do you want? I come to arrest you, Scratchy, for drunk and disorderly. I come to bring you to jail. And supposing I ain't in the mood to go to jail, Mr. Marshal Jack Potter. Then I'll have to take you, Scratchy. Well, then come on in and get me. No, no, now, Scratchy, please. I think you've busted up enough of Luke Greavy's stock for one day, Scratchy. Step out here in the street and we'll settle this. Settle it, huh? Well, that's just what I aim to do. Open that door, Greavy. All right, Potter, I'm stepping outside. You've been a thorn in my side for a lot of years, so now let's settle it, just like you say. Now, Scratchy, you stop acting a fool and come away peaceable. Take those six guns out of their holsters and drop them in the street. Oh, my Lord, they're going to have it out. Drop my six guns? Drop my six guns? Well, I'll drop them sure enough, you low-down polecat. Don't go for your gun, Scratchy. I don't want nobody to get hurt. Well, you should have thought about that before, Mr. Marshal Jack Potter. Let me show you the way old Waco Jack would have done it. Scratchy, I'm warning you. Oh, my Lord. Just clear leather and let fly. Oh, my leg. You bushwhacking polecat, Jack Potter. You shot me in the leg, you dirty son of a coyote. I'll get you for this, you mangy dog. I will forget this, you son of a... And now let's get back to that train. It's six months later, and on the train making its way across Texas are a man and wife, newlyweds, who can't begin to imagine the strange wedding reception that awaits them in the town of Yellow Sky. You comfortable, honey? Yes, thank you, dear. Ever been in a parlor car before? No, I never was. It's fine, ain't it? Great. After a while, we can go forward to the diner and get a big layout. Finest meal in the world. Costs a dollar. A dollar? Oh, Jack, darling, isn't that too much? Not for us. Not this trip, anyhow. We're going to do the whole thing. You know, it's a thousand miles from one end of Texas to the other, and this train runs across it and never stops but four times. And one of those times is yellow sky. Oh, yellow sky. Of course, it's only to take on water, but still, it stops there. I can't wait to see it. I got a place of my own there, right in town. It's just adobe like all the other houses on the street, but I figure me and you can fix it up some and it'll be right livable. I expect all it needs is a a woman's touch. That's right, a woman's touch. Oh, uh, conductor. Uh, uh, Yes, ma'am. What time do we get to Yellow Sky? Yellow Sky? Uh, That'd be 342, ma'am, about an hour from now. Thank you. My husband is Marshal of Yellow Sky. Is that right? Yes. He's quite a fine-looking man, isn't he? Now, Lily. Uh, yes, ma'am. I-, I reckon he is. We're coming from San Antonio, you know. Yes, ma'am. I saw you two get on. <laughs> we were married there yesterday. Uh, yes, ma'am. I know. You know? <laughs> well, how could you know? Oh, it shows, ma'am. It shows. <laughs>
feel good, Buster. Very nice. Very nice. It was lovely, Buster. Buster, I always said, you got the fastest hands in Yellow Sky, next to Jack Potter. Thanks. Say, say, Nancy, why don't you sing us a song? Oh, no, I could. Oh, come on, miss. I'd like to hear you. Oh, no, really? Go ahead, Nancy. Sing that one you were singing in the back before. Oh, all right. Do you know that one, Buster? You b b b bad. was fine, Nancy. Beautiful. Oh, thanks for playing, Buster. That's okay, Nancy. That really was sweet, miss. I wonder if you'd have a drink with me. Oh, um, I'd like that. Uh, just let me go freshen up. I'll be right back. She's a fine girl. You like another beer, friend? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> sure is hot. Hot? Why, this here's a cold snap. You need to come back around July or so. Why, it's so hot then when the chickens lay eggs, they come out hard-boiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen stumps and old little logs crawling to get in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> Folks talk about that uh, desperado Waco Jack. He died and got himself sent to hell. And him being a Texas man, it was so much cooler there than what he was used to, he went out and sent back for his blankets. <laughs> I, I guess it's true what old General Sheridan said. If I owned Texas and I owned hell, I'd rent out Texas and live in hell. <laughs> Folks around these parts never did care for that General Sheridan much. Oh. Oh, I guess it's all right. I reckon he don't cotton dust neither. <sighs> Listen, stranger, what brings you to Yellow Sky? Civilization, my friend. My mission is to bring civilization to the Wild West. I'm in ladies' underwear. You're what? I mean, I sell ladies' underwear. Uh, I'm a traveling salesman. <laughs> uh, well, how's business? Tolerable, friend, tolerable. I just took an order down at the Emporium for our most popular corset. Here, I'll show you. I've got one in my sample case. Now, what do you think of that? Ah. Oh, b -b -b boy. <laughs> My, so that's civilization, eh? Yes, sir. Well, it don't look half bad. Mac, there's something wrong with that pump. <gasps> oh, sorry, miss. Oh, my. I was just showing your oh, friend here oh, the... Oh, uh... yes, I can see what you were showing. Oh, why don't you boys grow up? You ought to be ashamed. Excuse me, I just remembered an appointment. Oh, come on, Nancy. Now, we didn't mean no harm. I'm sorry, miss. Uh, please come back. I'll put it away. Oh, come on now. Now, watch out for the swinging doors. 
I guess I should oil them doors one of these days. <laughs> well, I didn't expect that. Kind of funny reaction, girl like that. Ah, you got a lot to learn about the West, my friend. Things aren't always what they seem like. There's lots of things changing out here. We might just be a bit more civilized than you think. Well, I won't argue with you. I just hope that she's going to be all right. Oh, she'll be fine. She'll calm down. I expect she'll be back after a spell. Mac! See there? What'd I tell you? I bet that's her now. Mac! Mac, Scratchy Wilson's in town, drunk as a skunk and loaded for bear! Scratchy oh. Wilson? Thunderation. You better get in here, Nancy. Oh, no, no. I gotta go warn everybody. Oh, I'll be all right. Scratchy Wilson? I gotta go, I gotta go, go, so long. Who's Scratchy Wilson? He's the last one of the old gang that used to hang out along the river here. He ain't a bad fella, really, but when he gets liquored up, he's mean as a snake. Mighty handy with a six-gun, too. Well, 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 what does this mean? Is, is there going to be a gunfight? I don't know if there'll be a fight or not, but there'll be some shooting, sure enough. Is that him? Let me take a peek out the door. Yeah, that's him. He's on the warpath, got both his six-guns. He's down at the end of the street by Hanson's livery. Looks like he's headed this way, all right. He shot the dog? <laughs> no, he just scared him. Scratchy kind of likes dogs. Does this happen a lot? Uh, well, once a month or so, whenever he can scrape up enough for a bottle. The <laughs> uh, guy just shot out one of the windows of the barbershop. Uh -oh. There goes the rest of them. What's he doing now? He's reloading. What are we going to do? Ain't nothing to do. Looks like old Scratchy's got the high card right now. Will he kill anybody? He never has yet, but I suppose there's always a first time. I don't, I don't know about you, but I ain't someone to do no experimenting. Uh-oh, he's moving down towards jail. Yeah, more civilized than I think, huh? I'll take my kind of civilization over yours any day. I can't believe there's nothing we can do. Now, how did you handle this before? Well, usually Jack Potter steps in. Who's he? He's a town marshal. Cracker Jack won, too. Why, well, I seen him take them Temple Brothers, all three of them, single-handed. Took them down, too, and put them in jail without even getting killed. Anyway, Jack usually goes out and fights Scratchy when he comes on one of these tears. Well, nice job he's got. So we just have to wait for this marshal to show up? I reckon so, except he ain't here. Potter, you mangy cow. Come on out here and fight. What do you mean he's not here? He took the train to San Antonio two days ago. Yellow Sky next. Next stop, Yellow Sky. We're almost there, darling. Yes, we are. What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. Yes, there is. Come on now. You're not going to start out keeping secrets from your wife, are you? No. No, it's nothing like that. Then what? Well, it, it's foolish, really. I, you see, the folks back in Yellow Sky, they didn't know I was going to get married. Well, I don't think you knew it yourself. <laughs> oh, I was working up to it ever since I saw you the first time working in that cafe. I used to wonder about it. You were the finest thing I ever saw. You still are. Oh, darling. I, I used to wonder if you'd have me, wonder what it'd be like, and finally I got sick of wondering, and I had to know. I had to go on back to San Antonio and ask you, ask you to name the day. I was plum happy when you said yes, and plum surprised when you said... Why not today? Yeah. <laughs> That kind of threw me for a minute, but then I thought, well, why in thunder not today? 
And are you having second thoughts? You know I'm not. I'm just kind of anxious about the folks in town, how they're going to take it, me being married, I mean. I thought you were going to send a telegram. I thought about it. I was going to do it. Then I got to thinking, well, they have this brass band. A brass band? Well, that's what they call it, but it ain't a real brass band. Walt Shiner's got this old cavalry bugle, and Jeter Watson plays the mouth organ, and Jake Daltrey, he fixed up an old snare drum he found someplace, and they like to put on a show, you know, Fourth of July and such, any excuse, really, and, well... Yes? Well, I, I didn't want them putting on a show on us. On us? All right, on me. I could just picture them meeting the train and making a big fuss. I would have felt all funny about it. I love you, Jack Potter. You're the man who faced down all three of the... uh, Which brothers was it? The Temple Brothers. Yes, the Temple Brothers, all armed to the teeth. And you can't face a bugle, a mouth organ, and an old snare drum? (laughs) You are wonderful. Oh, Lily, don't make fun of me. You can see my problem, can't you? It's like I left two days ago, and now I'm coming back a different person. Yes, now you're an old married man. Oh, no. Well, it's just different, that's all. They all think of me as just the marshal, and now, well, they're going to have to think of me in a different way. I I just don't know what's going to happen. I expect it might be a little bit awkward at first, but things will turn out all right. Yes, you're right. I... I expect I'll just have to explain to him how things are. Oh, you mean a showdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll have to have a showdown. Potter, you yellow belly, you low-down dirty dog. Shoot me in the leg, will you, you bushwhacking coyote? Get on out here and face me! He's calling Potter out. Last time the two of them tangled, Jack had to shoot him in the leg. Looks like Scratchy wants to even the score, and he don't even know Jack's not there. What's he going to do when he finds out? I reckon we'll know soon enough. What's he doing now? Uh, He's giving up down there. He's heading this way. Oh, my stars and garters. We'd best get away from the door. Where's Potter? Uh, Howdy, howdy, Scratchy. I'm looking for a mangy polecat named Jack Potter. Where's he at? Uh, he ain't here, Scratchy. Well, I didn't ask you where he ain't. Where in thunder is he? Well, Scratchy, I'm not... Wait sure. a minute. Who's the dude? Who, me? I mean, ladies, under... I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Well, what you looking at me like that for? Looking? I wasn't looking. Yes, you was, too. Oh, looking. Yes, yes, I was looking. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want any trouble. Trouble? Why, you don't know what trouble is. I'm made out of trouble. I'm trouble through and through. If you was to break off just a little piece of me, that'd be more trouble than you'd ever seen. You see this six-shooter dude? Yes, sir. Well, don't you cross my path or I'll plug you just for practice. Yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. I mean, yes, sir. Oh, leave him alone, Scratchy. He don't mean no harm. You know what I'm going to do when I find Jack Potter? Him and me's going to have it out once and for all. Just him and me. Give me a drink. Don't you think you've had enough I to said drink? said give me a drink. Okay, 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 okay. Give me another. Yep, just him and me. You know what that dirty sidewinder done? Nope. Another. Shot me in the leg. This one here. 
pains me every time it rains. Does it rain often? No, it don't hardly rain at all, you dumb dude. That ain't the point. The point is, Jack Potter shot me in the leg. Well, now, Scratchy, you did throw down on him. What's that got to do with it? Whose side are you on, anyways? I was only saying, that's all. Yeah, well, what business is it of yourn? It weren't your leg got shot. Drug me in front of Judge Wallace, too. Had to pay me a fine. It ain't right. Man comes into town for a little harmless recreation. That's all it was, just a little harmless fun. And what happens? Why, that bushwhacking sidewinder shoots me in the leg, that's what. He didn't have no call to do it. Anybody goes throwing lead around like that is a low-down mangy coyote. Ain't that right, dude? Yeah, of course he is. That's what Jack Potter is. That reminds me. You never did answer my question. Where's the dirty dog hiding out? Now, I told you he ain't here, Scratchy. Well, where's he at? Why, he ain't, ta- he ain't even in town at all. He took the train to San Antonio two days ago. Took the train? Yeah, he can't get away from me that easy. You know what I'll do? I think I'll just... What was that? I didn't hear nothing. I suppose you didn't hear that, neither. No, sir. What? I mean, yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. I mean... Oh, get out of my way. Oh! Could be that's Jack Potter coming back. I reckon I'll just go meet me a train. Yellow sky, yellow sky. Fifteen minutes to take on water. Goodbye now, ma'am. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. Uh, the best of luck to both of you. Well, thank you. Thanks. Uh, mind your step there. Come on, dear. I'll help you down. Thank you, darling. I've got the valise. They'll send the trunk along. Shall we go? So, this is Yellow Sky. This is it. I like it. I'm glad. Uh, right around this corner now. There's Kruger's Feed and Seed and oh. the Byram Hotel. Uh, over yonder's the church, uh, Methodist, I think. Oh? Well, I ain't been exactly what you'd call a regular visitor. We'll have to do something about that. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and over there's the Emporium uh-huh. and Hanson's Livery and uh-huh. the barber shop and that's funny. What? All the windows are broken. What does that mean? I don't know. There's no one on the street. Lily, you need to get out of the Potter? Jack Potter? Thought you could sneak up on me, eh? No, don't you move a finger toward your gun. I got the drop on you. Don't you move an eyelash. I ain't got a gun on me, Scratchy. Don't you tell me you ain't got no gun. Don't you tell me no lie like that. There ain't a man in Texas ever seen you without no gun. Don't you take me for no kid. I ain't taking you for a kid, Scratchy. I'm taking you for a damn fool. I said I ain't got a gun and I ain't. See for yourself. I'll spread my coat. Well, 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 I'll be. How come you ain't got no gun? I've just come from San Antonio with my wife. That's why. I'm married. If I'd known some crazy galoot like you was prowling around here, I'd had a gun. And don't you forget it. Married? You? Well, it ain't so. Yes, it is. This is my wife right here. Lily, I'd like you to meet Scratchy Wilson. Scratchy, this is my wife, Lillian. Uh, Pleased to meet you, Mr. Wilson. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. How do, ma'am? Are you a friend of my husband's, Mr. Wilson? Uh, I'm a what? Well, I'm... Yeah, I reckon I am. Well, I hope we can be friends as well. Well, Yes, ma'am. Why don't you put that six-gun away, Scratchy? 
Well, I suppose it's all off now. If you say so, Scratchy. Oh, yeah, I reckon so. Well, we've got to get along home. So long, Scratchy. Goodbye, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, see you around. Married. Well, if that don't beat all. Well, I'm a lop-eared mule. I'd have never believed it. Jack Potter married. It don't seem right somehow. Dang, what's the world coming to? Wonder what I'm going to do now. Guess I'll have to get a job. presentation of the Texas Radio Theater Company has been produced by Shannon Froelich in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging its visitors to think creatively. For more information on us and our radio plays, please log on to TexasRadioTheater.com. The Bride Comes to Yellow Sky was adapted by Jim Court from a Stephen Crane short story. Tonight's productions were directed and engineered by Richard Froelich. The Bride Comes to Yellow Sky was recorded in front of a studio audience on February 23, 2003. Live sound effects were created by Libby Milliron. Featured in the cast were Earl Browning as Marshall Potter, Taffy Geisel as Nancy, Gary Layton as Scratchy Wilson, Ivy Price as Mr. Greavy and Mac, Spencer Prokop as Drummer, Susie Zimmerman as Lily, and Ken Rainey as the train conductor and buster. This recording is copyrighted by Jim Court and Richard Froelich, 2003. This is a production of the Texas Radio Theater Company in Arlington, Texas. Thanks for listening. In a world where your eyes are in your ear and imagination you'll find the Texas Radio Theater. Watch more radio. <laughs>